Today's episode is sponsored by RockAuto.com. RockAuto.com. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Visit RockAuto.com. on wild your minnesota wild every day that's right every day i am tony abbott your host uh from 10krinks.com uh with me today is just me um i'm on my own today uh last night joe had a a birthday party uh for his uh for his daughter so wish joe's daughter a happy birthday everyone and i think what she wants as a present is a five-star review on Apple Podcasts for for Locked On Wild, it would just it would just really make her heart sing, and make her birthday one to remember. So go ahead and do that. All right, um, I am like I said, I'm flying solo today, and uh, and I'm sorry that this one's out a little bit late. Uh, just uh, just to let you know, we'll be having a mailbag episode up tonight with a special guest to make up for it. So it it should be extremely exciting. Uh, I will be. Uh, guiding you through here, taking a taking a break from a Metroid Zero Mission, uh, my first Metroid game, which is uh, which is very fun. I had started uh, one time a long time ago, uh, firing it up, and then I got about an hour into it, put it down, picked it up for another hour, and then uh, then this time around, after finishing Breath of the Wild, I picked it up a third time, and was like, oh, I am lost right now. I, I do not know what uh, what I am doing here, so I started it over and uh, and now have progressed past where I was when I left off and, and I am into it. I am ready to uh, I am ready to fight that mother brain. But uh, you, you, I guess you don't need to listen to my video game exploits. I don't even know. I, I, I think some people are appreciative of my Nintendo brand and uh, and that isn't everybody and I appreciate everyone who isn't uh, for sticking around and I appreciate everyone who is for uh, for letting me share my Nintendo journeys with you. Anyway, today on this episode, we are going to be talking about I, I guess some sort of trade rumblings. Um, not not quite rumors like there have been trades that uh, that have flown around the league in the last day or so, uh, and even more trade rumors involving the Minnesota Wild. And I, I think that we can talk about it for a little bit without, um, you know, uh, without you know saying like, oh, this is definitely going to happen. This is definitely going to happen. Just like check into where Minnesota might be looking at. I guess is is what we're going to do. Um, first, I, I think we do need to take care of a little bit of uh, of housekeeping. Friend of the show, Justin Morissette. Um, he was uh, he was he is the host of Locked On Canucks, and he was on our show a couple of times to uh, to discuss the Wild Canucks series. Justin suffered some some pretty awful injuries over the weekend, uh, uh, standing up to uh, some some anti LGBT uh, uh, folks with a with a megaphone 
on Vancouver Street Corner. Uh, he stood up to them. He he started uh, unplugging their sound system and uh, and such. And uh, for that, he uh, was beaten pretty awfully. And uh, and he is currently in the hospital with uh, with a leg that's severely broken. The uh, the recovery for which is, is going to take a lot of uh, of time and effort and uh, and uh, you know rehabilitation medical bills all, all the stuff that comes with uh, with recovering from a traumatic injury like that. Uh, Justin had a GoFundMe set up. He is currently exceeded uh, likely everything that he'll need for that. Uh, but he is encouraging folks to donate to the Vancouver Black Therapy and Advocacy Fund, as well as the Trans Resiliency Fund. So if you want to support Justin through this time, and, and we definitely want to, to say that we're proud of Justin for standing up for his uh, LGBT uh, brothers and sisters and uh, and non-binary siblings as well. If you do want to, uh, to support him uh, in that, uh, that is where he would like any, any money that uh, that you might want to donate to go uh, as as you're able. Of course, I know that uh, pandemic times are uh, are hard times uh, for for many out there. But uh, but if you can, those are the places that he would like uh, any, any any donations going, and we will link to those in the description. All right, now we're going to uh, we're about to jump in to uh, some Minnesota Wild talk and trade rumblings. Hey Wild fans, I just want to take a moment and talk to you about Built Bar. Built Bar, it's the best tasting protein bar ever. And let me tell you, you need a protein bar during your day. I know I do, because when I am in the middle of the day like this, and it is it is, it is creeping up, like, you're in that awkward spot, right, between breakfast and when you're going to eat again, right? You're just like, I am so hungry right now. I need to grab something. And what are you going to re- reach for, right? Are you going to reach for, I, I don't know, uh, some chips? You don't want to reach for some chips. You'll feel so bad if you eat chips. Uh, how about the uh, how about the box of cookies that you have on the freezer so they don't melt? Uh, no, you don't want to do that either. That's a dessert thing. This isn't dessert. You need energy now, and you need energy that's going to last you the entire day. That's why you need BuiltBar.com. They've got 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors, like uh, Cherry Barcia, for example, which is pretty funny. Uh, Caramel Brownie, Carrot Cake, uh, and then, uh, of course, uh, standard favorites like Peanut Butter, Salted Caramel, Double Chocolate, all delicious. 18 different ones, you can mix and match them, and, and, and for a limited time, you can get $10 off any order, and that includes anybody who's ordered Built Bar through us before. You can go there again and get $10 off your order. Just enter the promo code Locked On to save $10 off your next order at BuiltBar.com. We're back at Locked On Wild. I am Tony. Joe is not here today. And uh, and he will be here tonight. Like I said, we'll be we'll be putting out an episode tonight. We were going to uh, just have me do a mailbag today, on uh, on Tuesday, which is when we normally have our mailbags. But we have so many fun questions that I want to get Joe in on the action. We have a special guest coming tonight, and I want him to get in on some of these questions as well. So I'm going to uh, to keep it uh, to uh, to non mailbaggy topics. 
and uh, and talk about uh, some trade rumblings that uh, that have kind of popped up in the last couple days. But I also need to tell you to go to 10krings.com and read our, our amazing wild coverage that our team's putting together. Uh, we've got stories from everyone on the team this week, me, Joe, Giles, uh, Pharrell, uh, Drew Cove, uh, just an amazing team putting out incredible stuff uh the stuff that uh that we wrote uh this week joe wrote an article today about uh basically what's up with the zach parise andrew ladd trade that was uh that was rumored to to be uh happening at the deadline and and kind of fell through i wrote another article today about how minnesota if they get a number one center they don't necessarily have to give up Matt Dumba or Jonas Brodine to do that. So please go check that out, as well as stories that Drew has on um, on, on the goalie situation, how hard it'll be to uh, to find uh, a, a solution, as well as Giles' article about uh, his his first draft of an expansion protected list. Let's let's talk about something tangentially related to what Drew wrote, though about finding a goalie solution because Michael Russo of the Athletic Minnesota dropped a little uh, little nugget in his uh, his goalie story from Monday where he uh, says that, uh, quote, it's believed that Garen attempted early in his first season to acquire Tristan Jarry from Pittsburgh Penguins in the original Jason Zucker trade. That being the case, most likely Stalock would have gone to Pittsburgh and the Wild would probably have had to take a, a defenseman like Jack Johnson back. So that's an interesting thing that uh, that Garen uh, went after uh, Tristan Jarry. Obviously, he did not... Uh, get Jerry then, but it is something that might come to fruition, and even if it doesn't come to fruition with Jerry, uh, there's always uh, Matt Murray there. But let's let's start with uh, with Jerry. Um, I am a, a little bit interested in Jerry. Um, he's got uh, somewhat of a pedigree. He was taken in the second round of the 2013 NHL entry draft. Um, he was one of the top two goalies uh, selected. Um, he kind of, from uh, ages 21 to, to 23, he had a couple of, of cups of coffee. Uh, one real stretch where he was in the NHL when he was 22, and he kind of struggled then. Uh, but this year, he he steps into the lineup, and when Murray was having his struggles... Uh, Jerry was extremely consistent. He was a 9.21 goalie, and uh, 19 of his 33 starts were quality starts, according to um, according to Hockey Reference, which is in the good territory. I think uh, I think all you need to do for qual- the the bar for a quality start, I think, is uh, at the league average on 20 shots or higher. So. Yeah, that's that's pretty good consistency to uh, to have sixty one percent of your starts be uh, be of at least league average or better, mind you, and uh, nine twenty one save percentage obviously very good. Um, I, I I am guessing that uh, since Jerry's trade value is going to be uh, pretty high, especially. Um, well, we'll talk about Murray a little in, in, in just a moment. I, I, I keep my thoughts keep wandering back to Murray. Let's not do that. Let's stick to Jerry. Jerry, I am very sorry if uh, if I'm getting hit. Jerry, 
according to Hockey Reference. So, uh, if I am pronouncing his name wrong, I am extremely sorry, and I am a huge dumb dumb. But we gotta get back. We gotta get back. Um, I would be interested in him just because you know, young goalie, uh, somebody who seems uh worthy of at least splitting time. He's a he's a career nine fifteen guy in the AHL, which is, you know, it's solid. Uh, especially for a young player, right? Like if it's if it's a nine fifteen goalie who's like thirty, uh, I'm a little more hesitant. But you know, there's still maybe some room to to develop and grow. Uh, yet in his game, especially since uh, Minnesota got a new goalie coach today, uh, Frederic Chabot, which uh, I, I I don't know anything about him. I'm gonna have to read up on him to uh, to have any sort of opinion on him at all. But uh, you know young goalie that that you can keep developing and and develop alongside Capo Kakinen, right? Cuz I think that what you're going to want to do and I think most teams are if they can going to to this model where you're having two goalies to split time. It uh it it saves you from having someone like Devin Dubnik where you have so many miles on Devin Dubnik that uh, that he ends up burning out um or or getting injured. Uh, increasing the risk for injury. I think um, it's very rare to see a goalie take on like 60 start workloads year to year to year to year to year and hold up. Like the ones that do become Hall of Famers, right? Uh, that you, That's your Henrik Lundqvist, your, uh, your Roberto Luangos. Uh, otherwise, like, you know, like you uh, you become Corey Schneider and, and you're amazing and you get injured and... and yeah, so the split workloads, pretty good idea. And and if you have anything in Kapokakinen and you have something in in Jerry, uh, yeah, that that's good. Let's roll. Let's 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 split that up in terms of workload. You know, maybe someone gets fifty games, maybe someone gets forty five. Uh, who who knows, right? Uh, where where it splits, but you know, you could get a, a good, fairly even split between those two. Um. And feel pretty good that you're at least you're at least developing, you're at least working towards something else. Um, so yeah, uh, Jerry's an option. The only problem is is that that probably isn't going to change the uh, the wanting uh, of of a team that would get Jerry to uh, to take back a bad deal like Jack Johnson, and that is something. That I, if I'm Minnesota, I would have no interest in. Uh, remember the the Jack Johnson contract uh, was was going to uh, to go back in the uh, Phil Kessel trade that was being worked out this summer in in exchange for Victor Rask. And let me tell you something, I'm sure that a lot of us have feelings on Victor Rask, but any any day of the week, I promise you, any day of the week. I am taking Victor Rask over over Jack Johnson. It's not even close. It's not even close. Uh, Jack Johnson is garbo. He is uh, he is dog doo. And and I feel bad because like by all accounts, really good guy. I I I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to doubt that. But uh, if you saw him in the playoffs, he was exploited very badly. By the Montreal Canadiens, 
And and don't get me wrong, right? Montreal is a, a solid team, but they are not the the kind of of team that has a lot of offensive capability. I know that they uh, they uh, were able to beat Pittsburgh, and, and you know what? Awesome. Uh, maybe maybe there's something there with some of their young centers like Nick Suzuki and Jasperi Kokaniemi developing. Uh, maybe maybe we're talking about Montreal in a different light. Uh, by this time next year, especially if uh, if they get Cole Caulfield scoring goals in an NHL uniform for them, but uh, as currently constructed, no, like you you should not be looking like an absolute uh, chump. I am so sorry uh, to uh, to to be uh, to be this uh, this this mean about it, but at the same time, like. It's true. Jack Johnson is is just washed, and I think he's under contract for three more years. Like I said, remember how bad you think the uh, Victor Rask contract is? Uh, Jack Johnson's making as much money, or almost as much money, for one more year than Victor Rask is, and you're not giving away Victor Rask in a deal like this either. So, yeah, I, I I've got I've got interest in Jerry theoretically but in practice if, if you have to take jack johnson's money uh not having it so we're going to take a moment and then we are going to get back into the discussion with talk about uh about matt murray and whether uh whether we'd be interested in him or not and then uh and then a little bit of rumbling that minnesota was in on kasperi kapanen who just got traded you're listening to lockdown wild Hey, Wild fans, it's Tony from Locked on Wild. I am going to be facing a problem in a few hours because my wife's going to come home and she's going to have a long day at the office and and she's not going to want to cook. And I'm going to have a long day working in the content mines and it's very hot and I don't want to cook either. So what do we do? Oh, we've got a solution. It's our friends at DoorDash. DoorDash.com is going to be bringing you your favorite foods right to your door from your favorite restaurants, local and national. And I'm looking at all kinds of stuff here. You know, maybe someone in the house wants burgers. Maybe someone wants breakfast food. Maybe somebody wants Thai. Maybe somebody wants Italian food. Hey, pass the cannolis. If somebody says pass the cannolis, you can say, I'm not going to do that because DoorDash is going to be bringing those right to our door. So go to DoorDash.com. And uh, enter our promo code locked on and save five dollars off your first delivery at DoorDash.com. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually, we just brush it off or blame ourselves, saying things like "I lost my mojo," or we avoid it altogether with excuses like "I had a long day at work" or "Sorry, honey, I'm just not feeling it." But with Roman, it is easy to talk about with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Go to getroman.com slash LockedOnNHL and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. 
Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. We're back with Locked On Wild. I'm Tony, and, and Joe is still at his uh, his daughter's birthday party. I can't believe he went to his daughter's birthday party instead of podcasting with me. That's, uh, ah, it hurts. I'm, I'm not going to lie. But we need to soldier on and keep talking about Minnesota trade rumors. So it stands to reason, right, if Minnesota was looking into trading for Tristan Jerry, then uh, then I think that uh, Matt Murray has also got to be someone who's in, in the discussion of, of things. Remember, Matt Murray was on as well as Jerry, right? He was also in the organization when Garen was there. But uh, in the NHL, while Bill Garen was the assistant manager of the NHL's Pittsburgh Penguins, uh, there was Matt Murray leading them to uh, to Stanley Cups and, and playing... 50 games and and winning you know uh winning you know a good amount in pittsburgh like he has uh i mean obviously like you're playing in front of pittsburgh right you're gonna have a nice looking record win loss like um but you know still a pretty good uh career that i think that he's had in pittsburgh so far i know last year was was awful he had an 899 save percentage that is that is yuck that is that is garbo in itself um but in the four years before that one i guess one of those years was uh was 13 games so the the three years and change before that right matt murray was a 917 goalie that's well above league average and he uh he started um 54 of his games where, uh, where quality starts, so maybe not quite where you would want it to be. There was uh, there was a bad season sprinkled in there that kind of brings things down a little bit, but at the same time, like ah, uh, you can't uh, you can't argue with the uh, the overall uh, what what he did overall, which was you know a nine seventeen save percentage. That's that's pretty good. Minnesota would take that if Minnesota took you know if Minnesota took that. They may well not even have been in the qualifying round if they had that kind of goaltending. Now, of course, you wouldn't have gotten it this last year because Matt Murray was uh, was struggling pretty hard, and and that's I think the first thing that you got to do when deciding whether you're going to trade for Matt Murray, and and that is say to yourself, huh. Can we fix him? Can we fix what's wrong? Uh, obviously, he is a very skilled goalie. He was also a second round, or no, I'm sorry, he was a third round pick in 2012. Uh, but he managed to make the NHL at age 21. Uh, obviously, uh, won the Stanley Cup with Pittsburgh in in, in 2015-16. Uh, they won another cup with him splitting time in in net with Mark Andre Fleury the next year, um, and, and he was just incredible in both of those runs and I, I think that's probably gonna inflate his value no matter how bad he was last year so I would love to get Murray on a buy low but I don't know if I see him being a low buy just because he's got rings and rings mean something in trade value who you can you can say I'm not trading this sub 900 goalie he has rings and that's I mean right like like People like you and I 
might be able to see through that, but like GMs, they they love winning. They love winners. They love rings. Um, I, I I'm guessing I'm guessing Bill Guerin also uh, likes rings, especially since um you know those rings are rings that he won. I'm sure he's gonna value those uh, pretty highly. But um yeah, I guess the, I guess the first thing right is is if you get Matt Murray. Are you going to be able to uh, to fix what's wrong with him? And that's kind of up to your your new goalie coach, right? And, and your knowledge from inside the organization of like what is wrong with uh, with Murray. Like, is that a confidence thing? Is it are the mechanical tweaks that you can work on? I I have no idea, and it's it's hard enough to uh, to do anything. From the outside looking in the NHL, it's really hard to get inside a goaltender's head uh, from uh, from my hallway alcove where I do my podcasting from. But um, the second thing is like, how much is he he going to cost in a trade? Now, Pittsburgh is going to have to make a decision in the next year as to whether they are going to protect Jerry or if they are going to protect Murray. And that might force Pittsburgh's hand a little bit where they don't want to. Murray's also a restricted free agent, as is Jerry. Um, I, I, I'm trying to nail the pronunciation still, and I don't think I've got it, like, any time that I've said it. Um, but anyway, yeah, like, uh, they're going to uh, have to sign both of them to new contracts. What are those contracts going to look like? Can Pittsburgh afford them? They are... Uh, probably uh, squeaking up against the cap themselves. They just took on some cap space in acquiring Kasperi Kapanen. We will get to that in just a moment. Um, so, yeah, it, it, are you going to be able to get Murray for a reasonable price? And I don't know what a reasonable price looks like. Is it one of uh, Minnesota's young forwards, somebody out of the, out of the uh, Luke Cunning, uh Jules Erickson Act, Jordan Greenway? I, I know I'm Ryan Donato group. Ryan Donato might be a real fun fit for Pittsburgh. Uh, if he if he ever got a chance in Pittsburgh, that could be uh, that could be a real fun thing to see. But uh, I I'm thinking about it now, and they're deep along the wings, and maybe he would find himself in the same place that he found himself in Minnesota, which would just absolutely stink to uh, to to see happen to Donato. I hope wherever he does go, if he goes anywhere. He gets a chance. I hope if he stays in Minnesota, he gets a chance, but I don't know. I don't know about that. Anyway, uh, so what is the price? Is it is a draft pick? If so, man, I, I would not want to give up my first for Matt Murray coming off the year that he did. I don't even know. I don't think I'd want to give up my second, but second seems kind of fair when you're looking at, you know, getting a starting goalie who's 26 years old. I just, I don't know if I'd want to do it. It's, it's real tough, so I, I guess we'll just have to keep an eye on that situation in Pittsburgh and see if Minnesota can uh, can swoop in, if Bill Guerin can uh, can make a deal with his old uh, friend, mentor, uh, Jim Rutherford. So anyway, Kasperi Kapanen, Minnesota apparently was in on him. Kasperi Kapanen ends up getting traded to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, in exchange for uh, Philip Hallander, who's a forward prospect. Uh, The 15th overall pick that Pittsburgh kept this year, uh, they kept it for all of 
do they even keep it for two weeks? I don't even think they kept it for two weeks uh, before trading it away to uh, to Toronto. Pittsburgh now has traded their their first rounder uh, at least for the next two years, uh, and, and then uh, and then probably I I think they might have yeah I think they had their first round pick last year, but. Uh, they they do not like even their first round picks. They like to get help for Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin. And honestly, I can't blame them one bit for doing so. Uh, I am glad that uh, that Minnesota did not part with the ninth overall pick to get Kasperi Kapanen. Um, I think maybe the average outcome to a ninth overall pick might end up being Kasperi Kapanen anyway, who is, like, in fairness to Kasperi, right? He's a he's a 40-point winger um, who uh, has scored 20 goals in the league before. He's fast. Um, he's, got, he's got a pretty good shot. I don't hate Kasperi Kapanen. At the same time, I would not give up anything resembling to the ninth overall pick. I don't even think I would have given up the 15th overall pick to get Kasperi Kaplan, so I'm truly glad that Minnesota stood pat. It is interesting, though, that they are looking for somebody who uh, plays right wing, and, and no, if you're uh, if you're asking whether Kasperi Kaplan is a center, he has taken 31 face-offs in his five-year career, uh, which is uh, 200 games, and he has lost 23 of those 31. So he is definitely not a center, but that's uh, that's interesting, though. That's that's interesting information because that means that Minnesota is is maybe looking for help or asking for help at least on the right side of their wings, which is kind of thin. Except that you have left shot guys playing on the right side, right? Matt Zuccarello is a right winger who has a left shot. Kevin Fiala, that's where he went. He has a left shot. And he thrived near the end of the year as a right winger. And then Luke Cunning. So where does Kasperi Kapanen fit in that? You know, you're you're obviously not going to uh, to trade Fiala, right? And if you if you do have any leads on Matt Zuccarello, I will be real surprised because I do not see that contract as being movable. So does that mean Luke Cunning might? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what it means. It's 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 real interesting to uh, to see them looking for help along the wings at all. Um, yeah, I it would have been a weird fit, and I, I'm glad that Minnesota didn't part with one of the most valuable assets that they have to do that. I think that's gonna do it for the show today. If you want to follow me online, you can do so. At, on Twitter at OhiTony. You can follow my work, including my article about trading for a number one center without having to trade for uh, trade Jonas Brodeen or Matt Dumba to do that. Go to 10krinks.com and you will be able to, uh, to read up on that and so, so much more. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Lockdown Wild. If you want to help our show, you can do so in a number of ways. You can, uh, you can tell a friend about your favorite Minnesota Wild podcast. You can leave us a, a review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else that there are reviews. And, uh, and subscribe to us every day so that you never miss an episode, including the episode that I will have for you by the time you wake up on Thursday morning. I promise a mailbag episode uh, to, to make up for uh, some of the later episodes that, uh, that have been putting out 
Thank you so much again for listening to our show, and make sure to uh, to follow Locked On Wild on Twitter at Locked On Wild, and like I said, subscribe to our show so you get your Minnesota Wild trade rumors every day. I can't do it like Joe, but that's it. Every day, your team. Every day, Minnesota. Go.